In the February 21st, 1885 edition of the New York Times, there's the story of a man known as Jenkins, who is found turned over onto his stomach inside his coffin, with scratch marks visible on all sides of the interior. Around that time, there were outbreaks of cholera and malaria in the United States. And these diseases can sometimes have, let's call it catatonic side effects. They leave folks in a coma-like state for such a long period of time that others might think that they've actually died and begin funeral arrangements. Sometimes, those funeral arrangements might even be completed. Just the idea of this happening caused a real stir in American society. This was peak taphophobia, the fear of being buried alive. But this is America, so with all the hysteria, the genuine fear around being buried alive, came enterprising inventors and entrepreneurs who saw opportunity. Many different products were invented to solve this problem, like coffins with air vents or coffins with windows that would fog up once the person inside began to breathe. But the most successful was an alarm system that the prematurely entombed could ring to alert cemetery staff that they were not dead, but in fact needed to be dug up and rescued from their grave. In Bonaventure Cemetery, in Thunderbolt, Georgia, there is one of these devices. It's a bell on the grave of a prominent Savannah businessman. This lasting relic of a slightly horrifying time in American history. My name is Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we go to Bonaventure Cemetery, to the grave of Charles F. Mills, and we learn about taphophobia and the hope of being saved by the bell. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection. 
infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Bonaventure Cemetery is like many of the cemeteries built in the 1800s. It is a Victorian garden cemetery. This is Inika Edenfield. She's a volunteer at the Bonaventure Historical Society and a lover of a good walk in a cemetery. During the pandemic shutdown, I would walk my dog out at Bonaventure often because it's really close to our house. And I would see graves that I was really interested in. So I'd take a picture, look them up online, do a little digging. And then I started following the Bonaventure Historical Society on Instagram and I saw that they were looking for more volunteers. And I was like, hey, I already know a lot about the cemetery and it's something I care about. I will absolutely volunteer. And it's easy to see why Inika loves to spend time there, because aside from it being a cemetery, it is also just a very, very picturesque place. It is a garden, essentially. It is on the bluff of the Wilmington River. There are all these glorious oak trees out there just dripping in Spanish moss. There are also a lot of flowering bushes out there. In springtime, the azalea bushes are in full bloom and the entire cemetery is bright pink. And then you have some really beautiful historic graves out there dating back to the mid to late 1800s. And it is still an active cemetery, so there are a mixture of old and new graves. And some of those old graves belong to real local legends. Folks like Johnny Mercer, the co-founder of Capitol Records, or Mary Telfair, a philanthropist who, upon her passing, left money to start Savannah's first women and children's hospital. But if you're walking around Bonaventure, one grave in particular stands out. The grave of Savannah businessman, Charles F. Mills. It is what is called a safety grave. With some of these safety graves, you would just have a bell. There would be a bell that would run from the ground and would be connected to a string or a rope that would lead into the grave. His does have that, but he also has air vents built into his grave. Um, he is he is buried in an underground mausoleum. His mausoleum marker at the top has these little primrose designs. And if you take a close look at them, you can see that there were holes in the original design. Okay, here's something to know about Charles F. Mills. He was a pretty anxious person who, along with taphophobia, also had claustrophobia. So the very thought of being buried alive in this tight little space would have really caused him a lot of anxiety. And considering death and burials were not the most regulated industries, folks just feared being pronounced dead would mean being thrown into an early grave. Even Edgar Allan Poe, in his short story, The Premature Burial, in 1850, yeah, it is all about the horror of being buried alive. Here is a little excerpt. <clears throat> Let me get into a good Edgar Allan Poe voice. <sighs> to be buried alive is beyond question the most terrific of these extremes which has ever fallen to the lot of mere mortality. That it has frequently, very frequently, so fallen 
will scarcely be denied by those who think. The boundaries which divide life from death are at best shadowy and vague. Who shall say where the one ends and where the other begins? <laughs> God, I love Poe. And that is why uh, some hospitals would have rooms designated. So if people died, they would go and lay those people in that room for a week or several weeks until it was confirmed that they were in fact dead because they were decomposing. People who had money could invest in a safety grave, these elaborate graves that would have bells or you know glass windows on them. So uh, they would alleviate their own fear by ensuring that they were not buried alive. And as previously mentioned, with this fear came the inventions, the bells, the vents, the windows. So in some cases, there were graves that were designed to have glass fronts on them. So that way, if a person was alive and they started breathing, then the glass would fog up. But also that happens during decomposition too. So I I don't think that was very well thought out. But there were other graves that would start with the casket above ground. And after a certain amount of time, the entire grave was designed to drop the casket underground after it it had been long enough that the person was definitely not alive. As far as we know, the bell attached to Charles F. Mills' grave has never been rung. The uh, bell mechanism is inside rather than something external. So from the outside, you can't ring it. I've, I've had a lot of people walk by and go, I wonder if you can ring that from the outside. And I'm like, you can't. The entire mechanism is inside. It would have to be rung from inside Charles F. Mills's grave. We don't have any good estimates of how many people were buried alive during this period. In all likelihood, the number was vanishingly small. Truly, truly unlikely. But we do know that the fear was very, very real. And today, the bell at Charles F. Mills' grave stands as one of the last mementos of this time, this phobia in American history. Today, Inika still goes for her walks in Bonaventure Cemetery and still enjoys telling the histories of the place, like this one and all of the other graves there. I have a deep appreciation for the cemetery and for the graves and the people who made those graves. Uh, Sometimes when I'm walking, I'll overhear people who, you can just go out there and walk anytime you want. You don't have to pay anything. It's free to visit. There are paid tours you can take out there, but people just go out there. They'll grab a free map from the Welcome Center and walk around. And sometimes I'll overhear them having questions about certain things and I will just pop up out of nowhere like a cemetery troll and be like, do you know this about this grave? The Bonaventure Cemetery is just a 15-minute drive from Savannah, Georgia. It's free to visit and open every day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. This episode was produced by Baudelaire. The production team includes... Doug Baldinger. Chris Naka. Camille Stanley. Manolo Morales. Gabby Gladney. Our technical director is... Casey Holford. And this episode was sound designed by Baudelaire and mixed by... Luce Fleming. 
If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There is a link in the episode description. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure that you're always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com.